live in Harlem, which I know is making her a little uncomfortable, but Harlem has actually changed. Like, you guys can go. <laughs> there are white people in Harlem. You can tell, because we got like three Starbucks, <laughs> salad. <laughs> white people bring salad. That's nice. The first time I saw a ripe tomato, I was like, ooh. <laughs> they coming. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean <laughs> you didn't expect that, did you? <laughs> I almost made my guest do a spit take. It's the Dave Jessica Podcast. <laughs> It's a fresh one, the very end of July, in a hot, steamy summer Wednesday in beautiful downtown New York City. <laughs> Sorry about that. My special guest tonight is one of my favorites. She just returned from the Montreal Comedy Festival. You can see her tomorrow, well, tonight, actually. This comes out on a Thursday at the Gotham Comedy Club on Friday, July 31st, at The Stand. She's also in the movie Trainwreck. The Jim Gaffigan Show. You might have seen her on Inside Amy Schumer, and of course, Louie. Please welcome my guest tonight, the lovely, the beautiful, Marina Franklin, everybody. Hello, that is so wonderful. <laughs> Sorry about that. I no, <laughs> that was the funniest thing. As soon as I started, she took a sip of water and just, I did that voice. I'm like, I, I, yeah, I know you did not expect because you do more of a black show, and this well, is the no, complete just, white opposite. Like, no. you're like, your show is like, uh, well, I, I, when like I hear you talking, it, who don't really. That's what I'm saying. Your show is like that. It reminds me of that woman in the Warriors who's oh, yes. doing like, now listen, boys. It's gonna oh, be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, like, I do a little bit of a sexy voice. I, I, can I know tell you do. I love it. I love some it. guys have said to me, they look like they've done things to my voice. <laughs> they were like, I really like your voice on that show. <laughs> it is a sexy voice. When I do the mind. intro, I think when I start talking, though, it's a whole Right, so it's a completely opposite of what I'm like, hey, everybody, what's going on? Because I go, welcome back. <laughs> Marina Franklin here, your regular host. <laughs> you weren't expecting me. See, the isn't that sweet? You're, it's the best. I mean, if I was to do it like you, It'd if be I ridiculous. was ridiculous. <laughs> it just made me laugh. It's so funny. If I was to go, welcome, everybody. <laughs> I guess, but I'd have to do the black version. So it'd have to be like, um, I can't even think of how to start. It would be like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Y'all know what's up. Welcome back to Friends Like Us. <laughs> yes, everybody. Wait, your show is called Friends Like Us? Yes, it is. Oh, I'm sorry. I was gonna. I thought it was called For Colored Girls Who Have Considered Suicide When the Rainbows... <laughs> that is not... I'm sorry. I got more messed oh, up. God. Your show is not called y- Your Arms Too Short to Box With God. What is the name? Friends oh. With Benefits? What? <laughs> All things very good. Um, yeah, no. Uh, your show is called Friends Underneath Like Us. white men. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all black girls? Not and Bonnie no, McFarlane? It's, it's, it's with <laughs> Bonnie is a part of us, yes. She has to be. I don't think of Bonnie as any color. Is that just me? Yeah. Or Actually, neither do well, I. Plus, her. she's Canadian, which sure bothers the hell it. out of me. <laughs> but no, it's, it's women of color. So we've had Indian women. Um, we've had Puerto Rican women. Um, I say this as plural, but it's really just one. Oh. <laughs> I, um, and we've had a woman who's from England who is Arabic. 
Oh, yeah, that's interesting. she's Muslim, and she works but a good kind for of Muslim. the. She worked for the Guardian. She's oh, smart. The, oh wow. Yeah. See, I'd like to get guests like that. But I she's think funny that would be too. ridiculously interesting, and um, you know, I don't know how to um, I don't know how to work that out. <laughs> well, I had someone who um actually is a reporter who suggested her, who's been following her. Her name is Mona Chalabi. And she does, like, she's she's brilliant. She's in New York, but she does The Guardian. I've, like, told, like, The Nightly Show about her. They should have her on. Yeah, really, I love that kind of stuff. Because she's funny, too. And it's like, and she's smart. And she's, like, she's all loose about things. She's not, like, tightwad, you know. She's very cool. She seeing anybody? I mean, but the she's important thing is, actually. really? Christina. No, that's I, Mona Chalabi. Yeah. I couldn't date somebody. And I had Christina like Greer, who's also been on the nightly show. She's really smart. She's black, though. She's not. Oh, no, no. And then <laughs> I, can only, I can't have that many. I mean, well, you're the first I black have. person I've had, I've had in this uh, apartment. I've been here. Oh, I'm the <laughs> yeah, second. You. This is the second time. <laughs> no, my also my friend Max. That's it, though. I think I think it's only been two. Really? Well, and the people that install the air conditioner and stuff. But other than that, no, I don't. Well, should we tell people how <laughs> our, what our first meeting was like? Or have we told that story too many times? What's our first meeting? Well, our first meeting was Rachel is my friend at the Rachel time. has been on and told Rachel in our first meeting, which is funny. Well, Rachel so. is also like, <laughs> I don't know how to, she's a Insane? bit of a space cadet sometimes. <laughs> so like when I told her I needed weed, I didn't know that she was going to go to her friend and ask for a joint because she didn't smoke. I assumed she smoked. I didn't know her that well at the time. And then I just see you standing behind her looking at me like I was some crackhead. She's like, I want to give it to you, but my friend doesn't know you. Is it true? Yeah. That's the one we first met? And I was like, met? you're kidding me. No, you didn't say... She told me. And I was like, that's that's gross. Wait, you that I wouldn't give you pot because... You didn't know me. You looked like a troublemaker? Yeah, you had the look <laughs> on your face like, oh, I don't know this black crack lady. <laughs> and then the next day... I'm at the cellar. I'm hosting, and you. And then Rachel's like, "It's unbelievable!" Like the same, you know, my friend who didn't want to give you like the, the joint or whatever. He's like got a crush on you. That's me, huh? I don't. I mean, he said you I, look really hot. Oh, that's when you had the cornrows. <laughs> I had the cornrows the day before too, oh. but I guess it was it was late at night. <laughs> and I looked, don't see so good. It looked different in the moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> but then the next day, and I was like, this guy is really funny. I was like, I, I don't know I why, don't remember not- that's how we met, because uh, I guess I put it out of my head that um, I'm, a, I'm a dick. <laughs> yeah. I seem to put all that out of my... I think I saw you. I think I even saw you go, I don't know her. She's black. I think I saw <laughs> you do that. And I was so like, I was like, this guy... In, but for me, I love that kind well, of stuff. Well, I would always say that to Rachel anyway, because I know it freaks people out, you know, and stuff. So, but, you know. Yeah, it didn't bother me. I don't however, think anybody's afraid of a black way. girl. <laughs> you were not going to share your weed with me. That doesn't sound like me. you didn't know me. You didn't trust me. Well, what did I think? You were a cop? I don't know. It was, long, it was a long time ago. Something else must have happened in which I didn't. You had that, that. You had a. You had that look that I now clearly know, which is David Juskow, which is just like, oh, I don't, I don't want to be bothered. I don't know. I, I can't. I, I can't handle this right so now. Who is she, Rachel? I don't know. I was like, I was it does like, sound like something I would yeah. do, but I thought you made maybe up I was for kidding. It, All right, well that's good. Remember well, at that- my birthday party, you gave me a voodoo doll <laughs> and a Black History Month calendar. <laughs> You know, you know, uh, now I think everybody knows I'm kind of racist. 
you're not 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 to me we talk about stuff like this on the show all the time and it's funny because when i was going over like the agenda you know i always have like a list of stuff to talk about and i'm just like um let's see black 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 mm-hmm. it was like a, it was like i'm like i wasn't even doing it on purpose it's all the stuff we talk about so i mean obviously the first thing i have on the list is bill cosby because we've been talking about, about him nonstop. The lion. that's so let's funny i just threw it out you talking about the lion that got shot by that stupid dentist? Yes. That is so funny that you brought that up. I didn't want to talk about it because it depresses me so much. It's I didn't so want to bring sad. it up. And I had it. I ripped it out of the paper today. And I just threw it in the garbage because I didn't want to look at the lion because you and I are cat lovers. And that's in the cat family. And once you have a pet, and I wouldn't have cared less about that. But once I got a pet, I'm like a mess when it comes Thank to you. that kind of stuff. Me too. I cried. When... I get I get very upset and you know what here's the funny thing and this is really weird now that I have a pet I couldn't care about hunters or anything it never made any sense to me until I have a pet now I'm like afraid to kill a cockroach I feel like it's Selena's face looking at me I don't know why but in the video game this is how bad it is for me this is how fucking gay (laughs) I feel Um, in the video game uh, Grand Theft Auto Grand Theft Auto 5 I was playing it you know about a year ago uh-huh. and they have a, a side mission where you could go elk shooting with this dude now i my favorite thing to do is when i'm not on the mission is to go to the beach and shoot people innocent people in the back of the head <laughs> and then run away from the cops <laughs> that is my favorite thing to do to just shoot somebody at point blank range or my partner in the video game i love shooting people in the head but the elk I was so angry and I couldn't get out of the game. I'd already They're signed so on cute. for it. They, they were so eyes. cute. I'm like, what is the matter with they me? They make so them I, cute in the game too, I'm sure. It's like I read about people getting shot in the paper and I couldn't care less. But if an animal, like something like that, and this dentist, what a douchebag. Well, and then this is the thing that bothered me the most today was that people were trying to make this a racial thing. And a I was racial like, thing? I don't understand. Oh, yeah. You haven't heard this angle yet? No, because he's white? Well, because, and that's part of it, but one part was uh, someone wrote, by the way, if you're white and you're crying over the lion, just imagine how that may look for you. And I was like, oh, what are you trying to say? You care more about the lion than about a black man or black lives that matter. And I was like, can we just take a break from that for a moment? Because... It, it, it bothered me that statement. I get the statement, but it bothered me because it took away my legitimate feeling about what happened to the lion as a black woman. So it did the reverse of what it, when it was a white woman saying it who was trying to be like, oh, like liberal and all this. And I'm like, no, actually, what you're taking away from me is my right to feel sad about an animal. Yeah, excellent you point. Know? Plus, um, what why would you even bring that up now, what I just said was the exact same thing yeah that I have for some reason no problem with somebody shooting a person I mean depending on what the situation and it is it didn't matter what color right, it doesn't right that's the thing where where did somebody even bring now do I feel bad about the kind of stuff that you know the Baltimore and all the nonsense and what we were talking about before of course but um I don't see what that I mean but I am that I do feel worse for a line but it has nothing to do with race it has nothing exactly and that's the thing don't equate this with do we have to equate this with race right now with everything going on let's just take a moment but that is what we do and that's what uh, how it's a lot of those so, television shows make their so money it made me so angry because yeah um, I actually do feel sorry for animals on a level that I don't feel sorry for human beings it's a it's Maybe it's bad, but it's just reality. It's the way it is, right? It's like for me, um, yeah, like it's real. Like 
animals can't defend themselves. They can't, you know, they can't speak. And that's the funny thing. It's a lion, right? And you know, this is a big a lion that can lion. defend himself, but the guy showed up with way. a crossbow. How was that it cool? It was unfair. And you know, when you see, sometimes I used to watch this show and I taped it the other day. I don't know why. It's called this guy, Babe Winkleman. <laughs> that's his name. And he's got a hunting show and a fishing show. And I used to watch, it used to be on 5.30 in the morning on Saturdays. And it's, I don't know. And he goes hunting. And his kid goes hunting because that's what she knows. And it's stuff like she doesn't seem to know that it's not cool or whatever. But then you see he's got, it's interesting to watch. And you see these bozos, these old, white, disgusting men who are just in their stupid pantsuits. They urinate on themselves or they throw deer urine on them. And they sit crouching, waiting for a deer. And then they shoot it with a gun. And how is that sport? See, I think this you don't is see more sport. You go out there bare chested right. and kick some ass. I think this is more of a humiliation for white people, like it, like you're saying. I've never seen is, a black hunter. Right. This is <laughs> this is for you. This is your like. Oh God, I just wish it wasn't a white guy. It's an embarrassment every time. It's one of those hillbilly guys that you you know you'd see in the movies that that just are mean and nasty and have the Confederate flags. And that's who's that's who's that's who I always see in this show. It's called Babe Winkleman. It's on like the NBC Sports Channel. I sometimes I tape it because I, I like the early morning aspect of it. I like the fishing ones. <laughs> and he he's his name is Babe Winkleman. I, I can't get enough of that. And then at the end, his wife cooks some dinner. And um, I enjoy that part, but I can't stand when they're crouching in the far. Where are they crouching? It's a deer. It's like you could probably just go up and shoot it in the head. It's stupid, but it, it. And I know that you can use the term. I mean, there is. My sister hates deer because they're all over her neighborhood. There's too many. Oh, they're and like nobody rodents, knows what to yeah. do. Yeah, they're kind of like rats and stuff. It's no. it's weird, but. But like, uh, so what adorable. are we to them? I, I don't know. You know, that's a tough one. It's really Raccoons hard. And as well. I'm certainly a meat eater and I don't think about it and I try not to think about it. And I killed a fly the other day and I, it, this particular... <laughs> We're getting out of hand. We're getting you're out right, of hand. you're right. Maybe we should move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, this particular fly, I have to say I felt really bad about it because it was the way I was trying to kill it, actually. That really, it bothered me. I have... You trying to pull its wings off or... <laughs> no, I have an electric... Teach it a lesson. Um, tennis racket that's for killing flies. Did you say you have an electric tennis racket? It's for killing flies. It's like a fly swatter. It's like electric. So it actually electrocutes them. Oh. Yeah, and I I got into it because <laughs> years ago I used to go to my cousin's house in Santa Barbara get really high and just kill flies in his house because he, he, he smokes meat. I would have done that too if I had the uh, bug zapper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he smokes meat and he always leaves the door open so he had a tremendous number of flies. So he was like, here, while you're here, just do this. And uh, it was Sounds so much like fun. A blast, actually. <laughs> and I was just high oh the God. whole time. and. He was like, go out. I was in Santa Barbara. He's like, go to the beach. I was like, nah, I'm having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, I don't know. But this other day, like, it was just one fly. And it was getting away really good. And I felt like I, I created a story. I was like, I don't want to end this fly's life. It's doing so well getting away from me. Like, I felt bad all of a sudden. Well, when you did that the first time when you were high, you probably didn't. Did you have a cat yet? Yes, I oh. did. I, but I, I didn't have that seems t- to make the difference for me. I couldn't care about any of this stuff until I had a cat. Didn't understand. I think there was just an attachment to this particular fly. It was the way he was really good at getting. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you can't end this fly. This is a special fly. He'll be dead in two days anyway, right? I guess so. I used to name my flies, you know, house oh. and stuff. In college, we used to. I don't know why. Anyway, <laughs> Selena's <gasps> here. Uh, <laughs> 
You have sound effects. Well, <laughs> yeah, listen, I like to pull out all the stops oh, so when so I have a guest cool. on and stuff. But um, I just I did want to talk about... Well, first, you know what? Um, oh, you have a plan. Yeah, if you want to get off black, there's something I wanted to talk about last week, which is um, really... It's a topic that always has pissed me off for many years. It's this woman who jumped off the roof at that 235th rooftop. She was Hasidic. Oh, I was uh, in Orthodox. Montreal, I think, when that she happened. She was uh, a, a Hasidic... I'm going to say that for all your stories. <laughs> it's a smart move. <laughs> she was a Hasidic woman who got out many years before, mm-hmm. and her family excommunicated her, and she just jumped off the roof last week, couldn't take it. And it's was just... Was she on The View? No. But she was emailing her pal saying the Jewish sect is a cult that shouldn't exist. I've been saying that for years. I mean, it really is a cult. And the brainwashing they do for women. I was just talking to my niece. She's going to Rutgers in August. And I'm like, well, she's like, I'm like, when are you going? She goes, August 28th. And I'm like, well, it's not, it's a pretty important date, but it's not as important as August 28th, 1982 when I went to college because I'm a man and in the Jewish religion you're not really anything if you look at the Hasids or you know the Muslims you know in the, so really that's a big day you're just kind of a blip oh, you really shouldn't even be going to college if you think about it you know oh my God. if we were orthodox that's your niece you know. you yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well she you. got it she got it she understood so it's cute. just I mean it's just so horrible but her family uh, this woman who jumped off the thing her family were such dicks that they must have just you know that's what they do. These when you leave, they don't they think about you anymore. You know you're they you're dead to you. them. Yeah, it's horrible. And they told her friends that her funeral was going to be at noon, and then they moved it to two just so her friends wouldn't show up. In a dick after death move. I mean, these people are just really bad news. So she, and it's completely brainwashing. And if you want to get out, and it's just so she was not in the community. She got out, and she jumped. Why? If she was out. She wanted them. I, I, my guess is she didn't like being excommunicated from her family and just found it really difficult. You know, the brainwashing is really embedded yeah, from a very we, early we actually age. We talked about this on my show. Um, and I don't have a lot of information, but I know that I was really kind of struck by the story about the young kid that was killed there um, in Brooklyn. You remember? in um, Oh, by, by, by a... A guy, a guy that yeah, he knew that was about a year ago. Yeah, I remember that. And he they, like ripped them apart, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, and they the whole community wouldn't let the police in to do the investigation. I, yes, and they I closed in, and it was like they talked about molestation, and they wouldn't, they would not allow it. It would not go on, and anyone who, uh, I think it was the parents of the child was going to be sh- shunned if if they talked, and I, that was at a point when I realized. So any community when they're like that. But this is this is exactly what the you know the ISIS and the Al Qaeda whatever you know Al Qaeda mm-hmm. this is what they do to mm-hmm. their women. It's uh, you know any kind of like if they get molested by somebody, then they're shunned. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, not, it's, it's not to be because I, I guess to let people know that there's something wrong with I guess groups like that is a tear in the structure, and it would probably destroy everything they believed in so i guess that's why they hold on to it so much yeah but i don't know what they like i mean i've always said i i don't you know nobody knows which religion is the correct religion if if there is any correct i have have none but we're going to assume that the hasidics are wrong only because i'm pretty sure god didn't expect you to go out in a day like today a hunting human day in a in a wool jacket 
you know, with a hat, you know. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure. With a lot of hair. Yeah, yes. I, don't, I don't think he said, this was the, well, that's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. Jerk offs, yeah. you know. <laughs> I've always wanted to be there, though. I've secret, I have a need to always be a part of something that doesn't want me in it. Makes Did I ever sense. tell you that? Well, it makes sense from all the stuff I've, you've seen in your act. Oh, white, and like your, white and, guys? And the script you wrote. That's you true. know, uh, it's always you love going up to you were dating the, the the white guy who I knew the younger guy and you couldn't wait to meet his parents because oh, okay. you knew you were going to be like, what's that? And that was my favorite scene in your. Can I can I I can talk about that script yes. for a second? Right? No, uh, oh no, not the script. I can't talk about. I can't talk about the, one of the scenes in it. Come on, no, really? Why? Not yet. Oh. For for reasons I'll tell you afterwards. But it's good. It's a good script. It's a very good script. You can't edit out me. Well, Marina's, got, good, Marina's got good stuff going on. Can we talk about the show you're working on now? Oh, yeah. We could talk about that. I, and it's still in... You're um, writing on a show um, for HBO, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because of the script that I wrote. Yeah. And, yeah, the script is personal. But, um, so I got a... They took that script that I wrote, um, Sarah Jessica Parker's production company, and pitched it to their show that they're working on as a writing sample. The show's called Divorce. And so, yeah, so I started in, I think it was May. She's not in it. It's just her production company. She's in it. Oh, she is in it. So it's a yeah. new HBO. Oh, so this is like a comeback for it's, the Sex and the City for Sarah Jessica Parker. For, oh. And she's totally different in this. It's a different character. Um, Do you really buy that or can we just, oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> it's a completely different character for I me. I mean, she's <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's. When the I'm going to be very un-Sarah Jessica Parker. Well, you know, very un-Carrie Bradshaw. It's probably going to take a couple episodes for people to really right, get right. that it's just a different person. And and by and when you said to her, by different, did you mean by 10 years older and that's the difference? <laughs> or? Yeah. Well, she's, you know, she's going through a different phase in her life. In the show. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's about divorce. Well, basically what it is is 10 years after Sex and the City and her and Big get divorced. So... They're just not calling it Sex in the City. But she's not into fashion. So it's Sex in the Country. She's not into fashion. She's right, so she took kids. out all the stuff to make it seem different, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's really good. I saw the pilot, and then um, and then I was uh, I got an interview with the showrunner, Paul Sims, who's amazing. And then I was in the room for four weeks just, you know, listening and learning and pitching ideas. And then I don't get to write an episode. Oh, yet. you don't? No, because I'm, I'm what's called a... Um, staff writer oh. first year staff writers don't get an episode that's amazing. someone else told me I was a she, she told me I was a baby writer and I was like I'm not a baby <laughs> you call me a baby? but that's pretty good because if it goes to another season then you have a chance to be a, a, a real writer yeah. I didn't mean it like that but you know what I mean yes no, well, that sounds actually kind of perfect. It is because you get to learn, and um, it's not a lot of pressure. I, it's no, and yeah. then now you're acclimated with the place, and then next season, you, you know, there won't be the kind of pressure that there would be for a first person, you know, first writer, first year to do this, something like that. Yeah, I could only imagine though. Like it's, I almost saw the whole room relax when they realized I wasn't writing an episode. It was kind of, I wasn't their competition. Or it's funny to see oh. people relax when they realize you're not a. Threat. What kind of people are there? Mostly dudes. They're all very it? good. There's women. It's a lot of women. Actually. Really? Yeah. Um, and they've all had experience writing for quite some time. Um, they wrote on. There's a couple of writers from Seinfeld to Ray Romano. Writers on Ray Romano. Um, Tom Sharpling. I don't know him. He has this podcast called The Best Show. <laughs> 
I laugh at that. I mean, title. it's not like yours. <laughs> I laugh at a title called "The Best Show." That's it's. He's he's really sweet. You would love Tom, though. Yeah. I think he's the type of person you would absolutely. Yeah. I've like. seen better heads on a mug of beer. <laughs> he's really a sweet guy, though. Um, my, you know, the only writer room. I, it's kind of funny. The only writer room that I was. Well, I've been in a couple, but um, when Sarah was doing her show, I was in the writer's room a lot, and um, it's all boys. Sarah <laughs> it's Silverman? Kind of, yes, yeah, oh, Silverman, sorry. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah it's, it's all boys. Isn't that funny? Oh. It's like if Sarah Jessica Parker, it would make sense that there would be some girl, mm-hmm. you know, half and half maybe. Yeah. Sarah's all boys. You know, she oh, and maybe Chelsea Peretti at the end. But it's all boys. She likes boys. She doesn't like. She doesn't really care for girls. <laughs> Is it that she doesn't care for him? Or she's I just, just don't. She's not. All her friends are boys. She's before she met um, Tig Nataro. Mm. I, I don't even think she had any girlfriends except ones from college. I don't blame her. Yeah. To yeah, be you, with you. you don't have a lot of them either, do you? I, I mean, I, well, we want the ones on your show. Uh, yeah, friends like us. <laughs> <laughs> but that's no, a, but that's a business. Girls can be kind of you know. Well, that's why most girls don't have yeah. a lot of... They don't have great lifelong friends because always um, a boy comes in the middle and that uh, messes stuff up. I know that's as basic as it is because people always wonder why there's buddy movies and why guys have such good relationships. But um, girls can come in between a guy and guys can get over that. Mm-hmm. But for a girl, a can boy they? to come in for... Oh, absolutely. Unless you're David Tell. Oh, that's what I'm but, saying. Uh, you know, is that example. who you were thinking? Is that, yeah, that's so I was, funny. I was actually thinking of that example exactly. No, he's stupid. But um, the, most David? people can... Most men, real men, can get over it. <laughs> Do you know how many things I've gotten over that Atel's done to me that he doesn't even know I know? Oh, that's so funny. Because I'm just like, what am I going to do? I love the guy. I mean, he slept with a, a couple of the girls that I was going out with, and I let it go. Did and, he? Did he? And I found him? out he said, no, don't tell Just Gal. <laughs> it's a legendary story I will tell at another time. And, um, you, you know, how I found funny, out. Like, and I was just like, and I did get mad at him for a day. And then he called up. He called me up. I said, "I said I'm, I'm so angry. I'm not talking to you for the rest of the day." That's what I said. And then he called me back five minutes later. I'm like, "What the hell's the matter with you?" I said, "I'm not talking to you for the rest." I thought I was being very lenient. And he's like, "Oh, turn on channel 11." And I'm like, "No, what's the matter?" And I'm like, "Then I turn on channel 11. It's like an old Star Trek episode where like Spock has that goatee, and I just start laughing. I'm like, Aww. "What am I gonna do with this guy?" You guys are best friends. I know we are. You can't sleep with the same girl. Well, no, no. We have. We There wasn't a girl I could go out with in this city that he hadn't already been with for a period of time in, that, in those in the 90s. There wasn't one Maybe girl I would meet. each other. Maybe that's what's happening. We would have if we were. <laughs> that would have happened. We, yeah. would, we definitely would have had sex and gotten over it and been friends mm-hmm. if I was a girl or a guy, you know, whatever. I, I'm positive that would have been the case. You can still do it. Well, now it's, now we're old. It's not the same. But um, plus, he likes anal. I'm not. That's not. That's uh, part of what it is. I, yeah, I, I'm not ready for that. Okay. But um, he. Um, <laughs> I encourage this. <laughs> <laughs> but he. Um, I don't remember what I was talking about. He threw me off. <laughs> the anal thing threw me off. I don't know. <laughs> you, you talking about anal threw yourself off. <laughs> I, I know. Bro- I'm sorry. I get uh, <laughs> get very uptight about that. <laughs> I really do want to know what goes on in the bedroom with homosexuals. I don't. You don't want to know? <laughs> no. As a matter of fact, this is really funny. Um, you know, I have sometimes I have my friend Alan Klein on the show, and he is a, like a gay activist. And I've known him since college. Mm. And his husband, which I, I've told, I still have problems saying that, you know. 
I'm, I'm doing the air quotes as I'm talking to you because I still have a problem saying it's husband. I don't know. You know, I'm not ready. I'm, I still go. I'm you're, an old man, you know. What is it, partner? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they aren't legally married, which, again, I just I have to chuckle. I'll get over it sooner or later. You know, in 10 years, I'll be fine. But right now, it's trouble. So anyway, his <laughs> partner or husband, whatever, Lee, this guy Lee, and he's been on the show before or he comes over after work. He, I love him. I love him. I love both of them a lot. And they've been going out for like 16 years. So when they used, they moved out to LA for a while and I loved, I hate going to Los Angeles. And when I when they were living there, I loved going out there because then it was like my true best friend's out there, you know, where everybody else is kind of an acquaintance besides Sarah. And I don't like to spend all my time with her because um, she's crazy. So um, are you okay? Are you comfortable? Are you uncomfortable? <laughs> I'm listening. I'm just adjusting my, my thigh. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you just looked like you were really uncomfortable. I, I, These aren't I, the greatest I chairs. I was just too up close to the microphone and I realized, like, I can relax. I was too tense. Well, it's true, but you do have to stay up to the mic. You can actually probably grab the mic and talk like a like a stand-up. Oh, yeah, that's probably, If you don't... Is that okay? I imagine Sarah doing it that like That sounds this. perfect. She didn't, actually. In fact, everybody's kind of annoying when they do it because I know you guys are all professional comedians, and yet you're always hitting the table and stuff. And I'm like, don't they know that that's like causing... No, I do, and I run it at my own show. <laughs> I know. I've seen you do I had, it. I have Gary Goldman's girlfriend, uh, Sade Pilot. She has her own entity. Wait, who's Gary Goldman's girlfriend? I didn't know he was... I thought he was... He's not single. How long have they been dating? For about a year. A oh, just a year. Over. Oh, okay. What's yeah, her What's her name? over that now. Um, Sade Pilot. We call her Angry Baby on my show. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, her name is Sade Pilot? That's her name. I'm sorry. There's two problems I have with that. Number one, I thought you said she, Gary Goldman's girlfriend shot a pilot. <laughs> I mean, that is exactly what you just said. So I was like, oh, well, who is she? Is she a comedian? I mean, it, 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 that's a real name. Is she Indian? No, she's just black. And then the same last name as our friend Jessica Pilot, and it's not no. Jessica using a different stage name? Mm-mm. You sure he's not dating Jessica Pilot? I'm positive he wouldn't date Jessica Pilot. Well, he any. He's, black he's sane. Does he like black women? Because mm-hmm. he dated April Macy, who's the complete that's opposite a long of black. Time ago. Yeah. But he likes, he does like. And he really loves Sade in particular, not just because she's black. But he, he, and this isn't the Sade, the singer. No. The or, sweetest taboo. Or the ABC Eyewitness Beautiful Newscaster. Mm. If I was a lesbian, mm. I would date her. Sade mm. Benarinois. Mm. She's beautiful. Mm. But mm. Sade Pilot, we call her Angry Baby because she gets mad really fast. That's funny as hell. On the show. And um, she's always, she's young. She's in her 20s. Oh, twenties, but she's always doing stuff. Well, like why would I be surprised? Gary Goldman's a very handsome fella, but she does things like she'll start unwrapping stuff right? on the podcast. Yeah, like like I'm, a like a candy, like a wrapper. Mm-hmm. That's the most annoying thing that there is in life. And I'm like her mother. Yeah, right. And that's why I call her my baby. Because oh. I'm always reprimanding. I'm like, stop it. <laughs> when someone's talking, she'll just start drawing on her leg and doing like that's hot. What do you mean stuff. drawing on her leg? She draws. She does like you know. Like in her jeans or mm-hmm. like actual legs? That's, her leg, that's like hot. Sometimes she'd draw. And then other times she just was rustling. I said, and you know, I said, Shade. She's like, oh, I know. I'm sorry. Somebody was doing that at the play. I saw Finding Neverland last week and I did a whole dissertation on that. But somebody was opening a goddamn wrapper and a candy. They were eating like they were at a movie theater. <laughs> it was driving. And normally that wouldn't drive me crazy. But it's a play. It's not a movie theater. I don't know who's mm-hmm. going to the theater these days. Some people weren't raised right. You know who's across the street was Obama and his kids. So we oh, had to sit in the theater right. for like hours waiting for this guy. 
<laughs> oh, really? They made you stand? Remember how mad you were when I voted against him that, that first election? <laughs> you didn't. I don't remember that. Remember, I, I got so much joke. shit from you. No, it was no joke. I voted for McCain. Oh, I, I came down to the comedy cell. I took my punishment like a man. I thought that you was just a and joke. Sherrod and Keith gave me so much shit that night. I deserved it. But I voted for him this time. You did? Oh. I still think he's a good president. I had he's nothing great. against him. I didn't think he was going to be bad. I just I thought McCain was the right choice. I don't know. I I, I was worried because you know what I was I worried about? McCain if I can be honest well. with you, the reason I was worried about Obama at first is I knew he was a, I knew he's a nice guy. I don't know if he's the best president of all time. I don't know if history will all show time. that. You know, he's not I don't know if he's Forever. the great, you know, I don't know if his legacy will be like, well, yeah, he was one no, of the greats. But the fortunately, greats. nothing totally horrible has happened during his presidency. This so is where I am going to get black on you. That's good. That's okay. <laughs> no, no. Tell me if I'm crazy. So what I'm saying is um, I was nervous because of David Dinkins back in Manhattan in the oh. 90s. And when he came in, and I'll never forget this guy from the Daily News, black guy. Uh, one of the columnists was just saying, this guy is class all the way. He found out he won. He took a sip of wine. I'll never forget. And I'm like, Ugh, here we go. And then the next day, he was like, Dinkins is a fool. <laughs> like he just changed his tune because it turns out Dinkins was a fool. But I understand that people need to change. Koch had been in there too long, but he was horrible. And yes, I was thinking of Obama like he was a community like organizer. All black and people are alike. Um, no, I was just, all it just seemed people. like he didn't have he the grew experience. Up in Hawaii, for God's sake. It just, I'm it's sorry. It's not about experience, it's about being smart. No, and that's what a lot of right. people. But I don't not think counting. we would have been bad with McCain. I think he's an okay guy. I think McCain's fine. I I have no problem. But the with last McCain. election, I, I had I, lots I of problems very, with the entire Republican Party. I was very party. proud with what the way McCain handled that woman who tried to say that Obama was a terrorist. Like it was the funniest moment ever because that showed that he McCain was a real man. The way he stood for he's his a gentleman. He had his own you know morals and then it's like yeah he's a gentleman like that was yeah i was very did you ever see and this is interesting too because um i was actually going to talk about it because donald trump um who's insane uh, but interesting um is thinking of he was talking about putting sarah palin on his you know oh, let's, we should bring her along i think she'd really put <laughs> there's nothing he does that isn't funny <laughs> i know i know it's, it's great. like almost it's like letterman he, said he was upset that he left you know, like, keep, <laughs> going, time, keep right? going. He said, and I quote, I'd love that because she's really somebody who knows what's happening and she's a special person. She's a really special person. Well, that's for sure. She's a special person. He just person. repeated? Yeah. <laughs> he just had nothing else. We know. Now, now, did you see that HBO thing on her that Julian Moore played her, which was, yeah, she was brilliant in it? Yeah, it was great. Um, that seems real to me. Yeah. That that's the way like she right is, that she really is stupid and not but very I, bright. You know what? I, I, I you know... I always try to play devil's advocate, but I, I did like this about her, and there's not much, but I did like this part. Well, for a comic, she's entertaining, obviously. I like that. <laughs> right. But when she went to the 40th anniversary of Saturday Night Live, she had a sense of humor. Yeah, that was fantastic. And that is what even Obama has. Like People who can laugh at themselves. Agreed. You, oh, you, yeah. Well, you, you and I points. think that's the greatest thing. You yeah. win points with me if you can laugh at yourself. Yeah. But she shouldn't think, be in office. I don't office. think Donald Trump can laugh at himself, though. He seems to just yeah, be... I don't deep. know. Sometimes I think he's just kidding. <laughs> I can't figure I, it I, out. I, I, that's the he's brilliance. He's doing so well in the polls. I was watching um, you know, that in one of those NBC Sunday morning shows. I watched that one with Chuck. Something or other. It's on 1030 on Channel 4, Face the Nation or something. Oh, you know, one okay. of those Sunday morning shows. And they just, oh, I love they, Sunday morning They shows. must talk about Donald Trump. He's... 
He's <laughs> doing so well. People, I guess they're just fed up and they just are Maybe. listening to anything this crazy person saying. He just speaks it like it is. And I think people are refreshed by that. They're so... Uh, the nonsense has got to stop. There's also a lot of idiots in the world. Yeah. But you know what? I'm happy about this election. I like the choices. I like Hillary. I like was Bernie Sanders, right? I like... Um, I also like Chris Christie. And Someone um, said something on Facebook that had me smiling. It's like... <laughs> You can't tell me about my choices when you can't make a decision around pie. (laughs) 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 You can't make choices. It's like, oh my God, just seeing you struggle with the idea to not eat the pie or eat the pie. Chris Christie's not? Well, look, I bet you Obama, who is the leader of the free world, has trouble deciding on which pie to have when he's having pie. Everybody makes that decision we all have i have that decision Obama's every day in shape though i know he's in very a, good shape a fat man that's struggling around <laughs> pie is much funny i don't know don't you get the feeling that if chris christie goes into uh you know iraq and says like listen we're sick of all your shit and we're gonna take you down don't you think they'll we're listen in trouble we're maybe in you trouble. didn't see uh, maybe you didn't realize i'm from new jersey i don't know i, I get the feeling he's gonna kick some the- ass the the trouble is I still don't trust what happened with the car situation. The George the Washington Bridge. bridge. Yeah, look, I don't have a problem. With I don't that. have I've... specifics. I just say the car situation. <laughs> I don't have good words here. Bridgegate. Yeah, that. What but do you I, think of? Uh... I do like the fact that he also makes me see these guys like when they just go off. It's like they do remind me of a segment of America that is slowly fading away, which is like you said, just honestly being what they are. I mean, my father, God bless him, he's gone, but he was <laughs> probably on the black side of like things, a lot like Donald Trump in some ways, would say things that I would go, thank God no one else is listening. <laughs> I think thank God. Rachel says hilarious. that about me all the time. But hilarious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you just, you're like, I used to say, Dad, do you realize no one else cares about your opinion? <laughs> no one in the world cares. It's probably what killed him. I hope you're happy with yourself. Uh-huh. But he would say things like How that. Long he, he died just recently? I'm sorry. It didn't it's been two years. Oh, it's been two years. Because yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember uh, we were talking about him before. I, I, yeah, he's one of the funniest men I I know. He used to say uh, in the hospital when he was there with the, he had a stroke and he was recovering at first. And the doctors, they do those tests that they ask. They ask you questions like, you know, to see where you are mentally. Yeah, so like they, they actually say, do on the football field like that. Oh, d- yeah. So they asked him. Do you know what him, day it is? Yeah. Yeah. They asked him, you know, here's a dog. The dog is sick. Where would you take him? He's like, not here. <laughs> that's, that's for damn sure. Then they asked But that's them, funny because <laughs> he's actually, he's in perfect condition. Then, yes. But, right? yes. <laughs> and then like, they asked him, who is the president? And he goes, whoever won Florida. Wow. And the doctors well, that's, are like, hey, well, that's an interesting are... answer, though. Like, it's yeah, like... it's like it was almost more than. <laughs> it, I mean, he was incredibly smart, and he knew how to mess with the doctors. That's really funny, you know. So I, I used to always. He told one nurse because he was always into personalities, people with big personalities. He loved, but people with lack of, he used to tell them. So there was a nurse that came in that was just kind of talking down to him. Oh, you know, they talk in the baby talk. Yeah. That's how they do as nurses. Well, you know? they, I think Mr. they get Franklin? sick of a lot of patients that just Mr. suck, Franklin? you know. And he was like, lean in for a second. I just want to tell you something. He goes, you have no sad warfare. <laughs> and he asked her to lean in, which is even more and insulting. She was like, oh. I mean, not only was he better than what she... He was a, a 
a stroke patient who was speaking French about how she had no personality. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's brilliant. That is, that's, uh, my, that's my favorite thing when somebody says lean in, like when they're kind of dying on their deathbed. That's like, that's like in the, the movies. <laughs> um, Sarah told me the story. Someone, um, her grandmother was dying and um, she and her and her sister Laura were there and they're like um, God you're so beautiful and um, Sarah's like oh she means me <laughs> and Laura's like no she means me and then she says like no come here and she goes like I mean Laura oh my god <laughs> he pulls her in makes her like come closer <laughs> Laura I was talking oh, about <laughs> that was so great I love see moments like that it's just it's classic it right? is classic but nowadays like you couldn't even like people are like oh my god that's that's like abuse on a child yeah. Letting her not know that she's attractive. You're so right. And it's getting, it's, it's, it's so out of hand. So yes, that's why Donald Trump is like. But speaking of uh, presidency, it's funny that um, I was, you know, when when the president was here, you know, his daughter is, uh, you know, doing that internship on girls. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, the show? How do you pronounce her name? Malia? Mal- what is it? Malachi. Malik? Is that it? <laughs> no, it's not Malachi. What is it? I think it's Malia. Yeah, it's Malia. I, if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, I'm, I need to leave the community. Malia Obama, right? Yeah. Well, um, so she's going to college next year. So she is maybe looking at NYU, and you oh, know the no. Secret Service will, you know they they're always around. So it reminded me of there was an old. I don't know. Do you remember there was a really old? I mean, you're you're a little young. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, there was an old Saturday Night Live sketch where Jimmy Carter's daughter went to a public school. She was like the first, you know, kid in a long time to go to a public school. Mm-hmm. And the Secret Service followed in, and it's Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray, and Amy Carter's played by um, Lorraine Newman. And they, they just keep uh, butchering Gilda Ratner. She's playing the, you know, the students like oh, Miss Hoover, you know, like that kind of stuff. I, mean, I have the transcript, which uh, because they, I couldn't, the clip is hard to get, but she's like. Um, the Secret Service enters the classroom. They make sure everything's okay. It's it's Ackward and Murray. I mean, it couldn't be any better, right? And uh, and then they're like, Amy, you're late again. You know, because the Secret Service has to drive there. And then they sit next to her. And they're like, sorry, the limousine got stuck in traffic. <laughs> and she's like, uh, whatever. And then, um, so she's like, we. does anybody know why we have quizzes? And then Kilda Ryan is like, pick me, pick me, pick me. And the Secret Service gives her a look like they hate her already. <laughs> and they're like, it's really funny. And they're like, we take quizzes to show what we know and what we don't know. And she's like, that's right. And the Secret Urgents, uh, like, uh, we, they're like chuckling. And um, the teacher goes, who was our first president? And Amy Carter's looking, and she doesn't know the answer, so uh, the agents keep whispering to her, Lincoln. Oh, Lincoln. my God. <laughs> and then, and then uh, yeah, they're like, uh, who was the president of World 1812? They keep giving her the answers, which oh, I was, was really funny. They're, like, yeah. whispering it to her. And um, then that girl says, "She Amy's cheating. And she's like, I'm not. So they slam her head in a desk. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. And it's killed her rat. So it's, like, really funny. Oh, yeah. And... Um, I don't know. That's just... Uh, she was the last of what was really funny. Gilda Radner? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was really... And it's just really funny her being that character. Anymore. It sticks in my head and I can picture how funny she actually was just getting yeah. her head. I can still see it. Test. I think I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And so then... So I was looking online and I found this one, which I completely remember. This is Dan Aykroyd, ironically, playing Jimmy Carter, even though he was playing a Secret Service then. He used to do an amazing Jimmy Carter um, on a talk show... Uh, where he was, at the, where they said he would answer any question, any question that he goes out and it goes like this. <laughs> 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 
who I am told is 17 years of age. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Hello, hello, Peter. I is this the president? Yes, it is. Do you have a question for the president? Uh, I, uh, I took some acid. <laughs> I'm uh, afraid to leave my apartment and I can't wear any clothes. And the ceiling is dripping. And, uh, I, uh... Well, thank you very much for calling, sir. No, Please, no, just uh... a minute, Walter. This guy's in trouble. I think I better try to talk him down. <laughs> Peter? Yeah. <laughs> Peter, what did the acid look like? Um, they were these little orange pills. Were they barrel-shaped? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, right. You did some orange sunshine, Peter. <laughs> oh, my God. How long ago did you take it, Peter? Uh, I don't know. I can't read my watch. All right, Peter, now just listen. Everything's going to be fine. You're, you're very high right now. You'll probably be that way for about five more hours. Try taking some uh, vitamin B complex, uh -huh. vitamin C complex. If you have a beer, go ahead and drink it. Okay. Just remember, you're a living organism on this planet, and you're very safe. You've just taken a heavy drug. Now right. just relax, stay inside, and listen to some music, okay? Yeah. Do, you, do you have any Almond Brothers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sure is, Peter. You know, I'm against drug use myself, but I'm not going to lay that on you right now. Just mellow out the best you can, okay? Okay. Okay. Well done, Mr. President. Bravo. Isn't that wow. unbelievably brilliant? And so you know brilliant. why? It's like, so. first of all, you can't really even do humor like that anymore. It just doesn't. Why, it's not as Because most kids don't even take drugs like that anymore. You know, it's just. You know why? Because it takes, I was talking to some of the younger comedians, time, and they were like saying they just don't like they don't they, they're clean you know the younger comedians you know yeah. the, I was talking to some kid a while ago at an open mic and he was just like yeah we don't want to be like Belushi and Chris Farley we don't want to end up like that and they're, you know how focused those young kids are oh, they're so it's brilliant. completely yeah, they're different all, they're than, all rich and famous well they're all rich from the parents or ones, something like yeah, that I don't know true, but, but they're also like um, famous from like YouTube you mean and stuff like well, that well no or? they're famous like you know you think of all the younger comedians that are they're really done very well. Well, we were able you to know. do that too back in the day. Everybody was getting development deals very mm -hmm. young and early, but I'm just saying, but there was still a lot of drug use and partying and, you know, good times. Now, yeah, these kids, the yeah. funny thing why I remember this sketch so much is because um, it's in Sarah's book that we took, you know, acid together and, um, you know, I, you know, we just had a bad time and Louie had to talk us down. Like there's a, there's a whole story in her book. And it's really funny because I used to, me and Danny Vermont always used to, we used to use this line all the time. Just remember, you're a living organism on this planet. <laughs> and we would do that all the time, just from that sketch, which oh, we remember it as kids, God. where we never even knew about drugs or anything, but just it, I just love it the, spoke the to the us because it was so interesting. I, it's, it's amazing, right? Because I actually remember the, Carter's voice. It's yeah. perfect. Well, it's I can't so really do it because now the Clintons too. around, sometimes you get that mixed up because yeah. they're both Southern. But um, yeah, it was so good. And even if it wasn't exactly Jimmy Carter's voice, it's still a really funny voice anyway. Mm -hmm. And what a brilliant idea that he's going to take questions and he can see the audience just dying. And it's so well written. And Dan Eckert is so good. And that's Bill Murray actually just playing it straight, being this guy, whoa, I write, you know, one of those Sunday news guys. Yeah. And it's just great that he just goes through these other questions. I didn't play the other part. And it's all normal. And then he's like, no, no, I'll take any question. I think I can help out here. Now, did you, now, what the pill looked like? No, okay, what you took was some orange sunshine. Oh. I mean, that is so funny that he just yeah, would answer sunshine, any question. I wouldn't even think that. And it's but almost, it's also like, it's, it, you know what it is? It's like it just really takes the time to, to develop a, a story, like within that moment. And that just doesn't happen anymore. Well, that's exactly, the, you're absolutely right. And also, 
it makes you happy that why can't our president be that cool? <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. why can't... I mean, I think actually Obama probably could answer a question like that mm-hmm. and it would be awesome and funny and we would like it, but I people, mean, get, people get up tight. I mean, he's done by being on, like, daily sh- on the Daily Show. Right, right. Did you hear today about John Stewart having secret meetings over there? At, at the White House? Oh, like, maybe... Because Obama like they, said you can't leave or something. Well, like apparently, that. unless I have the story wrong... The story apparently got out today that they've been having secret meetings where John Stewart will kind of go easy on the president because they're very close and he's like, can you not talk about this or that? And he's just like, okay. Which, you know, quite frankly, I'm not going to get mad at him because if I was friendly with the president, I'd probably do the exact same thing. And I don't care who it was. It could be Bush, who is not cool. Wait, easy on the president. Like he's taking it easy on a lot of the issues. He he was asking him, maybe could you not do this because I'm trying to sell it or... What this happened a while ago? I think leaving. it happened during, like for the past oh. couple of years. Like Stewart has been going to the White House secretly. It just came out. I don't have all the facts straight. Oh wow! But what I'm to understand is that Obama would be like, "Would you mind just taking it easy on like the gun control or something? Something he's trying to like, like for now, like the nuclear, the Iran but it would be, stuff. It'd Can be you not stuff that John Stewart probably felt like he should? He probably cared about too. So maybe uh, that's was, true. But yeah. you know, I mean, he kind of puts it like we're gonna rip everybody a new asshole, and that's what we do, and we don't care, and we take we take no prisoners, and you know, um, so you know, that's what people are complaining about. Do I care? Mm-hmm. I don't. Like I said, yeah. if I was in that same situation, I would absolutely. If the president of the United States wanted to call me over and we just hung out and had a couple of beers, and well, it's and funny he was like, that everyone not do that. You start off in this game of comedy, and you think you're just up there just being funny. And then it ends up, oh, my God, it's really like a business and it's also political. You know, Chevy Chase used to make fun of Gerald Ford in the worst possible way, that he was an idiot and incompetent and he'd just fall all the time. Do you remember that? In the old, very, very old side, the first season, he would, Gerald Ford was the president and he would just, I mean, if you ever see any of the episodes, he would just, he, he just made him a boob. Oh and God. now they play golf together. They did, you know, when Gerald Ford was alive, they ended up playing golf together. You know, it's just so strange. You're right. It's they just play uh, golf now. Well, Ford's dead, but they did. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. I was well, like, when he was alive, they used to be they used to be listening. friendly. And can you imagine being friendly with this guy who just nonstop just you know gave you so much shit? But I don't know. They worked it out. But it is interesting. You know, I, I don't think Obama's ever said like John. I don't like that last week you did this. I think he just brought him in and said. Hey, we're planning this thing. Could you just go easy on us? Uh, which is um, uh, John. Uh, I'm going to ask is, you a question. Yeah. Could you do me a favor? That's your Obama because that's horrible. Uh, I know my Obama <laughs> is. Uh, it's not really. It's not a good one. And what do you think? <laughs> the, the guy who's on after him, Larry Wilmore, is that the name? Uh, I don't. That's the, the name, right? That's the nightly. The nightly. Show, yeah, Larry. I don't care for that guy. What do you think of the new guy that's replacing John Stewart? I don't care for that guy either. Uh, Trevor Noah. Yeah. Trevor Noah. I don't think he's very funny. I played oh, some clips. I, I, I think I have some clips. Trevor is amazing. Really? Yeah. He's a Tell gr- me more he's a what you perf- think. Well, he's he's funny. He's original. He's a great performer. <laughs> yeah, I disagree because I, um, <laughs> I have here. No, and I just did his gala in Montreal. What, did I have it here? You, I'm going to tell you exactly why I like Trevor, too. Okay. Do you want I to hear know. this? Yes, I absolutely do. I can't find his thing. I knew he had it, but I don't know where it is. So. Well, one of the things there's no denying that when Trevor's on stage, he it is like 
it's like watching it's like fluid like water it's smooth he's oh he's smooth. that good like he's oh he's like a pied piper a good performer he's amazing like he, he rules the room he's a pied piper oh, that's he interesting the okay. audience to he could talk about anything we're gonna follow him and he's and he's attractive let's not forget mm. that one i mm. i find him very Whatever. i asked him once if anyone ever threw a pair of nasty panties right, right in his <laughs> face and he looked he's like marina and i was like yes <laughs> why would you say that to me but i will say i did his gala and this is what i really liked about him shook my hand before and after felt like I, he was a part of what he was bringing on stage it's his gala it's his show he was there before and after Trevor is not beyond that, is what I'm saying. I did you know, another person's uh, gala, I, you know, and that I don't even, I didn't meet them. You know, I talk about this on the show all the time and how fooled I am, and so are other people, but I'm one of those people that when a person uses your name in a sentence, they have you. And if they can remember it, they will rule the world. And I think that's mm-hmm. how Bill Clinton got elected. You know, if I'm just good with names, I'm like, Marina, it's great to see you again. Marina, what a great time this was, right? Oh, that's that, so true. Cause I, I can't you remember. You fall for it. I can't remember the girl who's doing my eyelashes tomorrow. Right. I don't know her name. But when people use your name and they use it in a sentence, and it happened to me with Cato Caitlin. I tell the story all the time it's on powerful. the show. Cato Caitlin, the stupid idiot from the OJ trial. Oh, yeah. I met him. I go, like, I don't want to meet that guy. He's a complete tool. But come out of there. I'm like, if you need a place to stay... You know, and not move a body, just a place to stay. I mean, I mean, this, this is how the the name thing works so well. And I always use the example that I I would fall for it if I was you know friends with Hitler, and he was just like Dave, I, I got to put you in the ovens. It'll be awkward if the other Jews. I'm like, no, I totally get it. You know, it was like uh, Adolf. I mean, come on, you know, like I mean, I, oh, and then I'd be sticking up for. Him. I mean, it would be bad for me. I yeah. fall for that. I'd be sticking up for him. I'd be in line to go to my doom. I'd be like, you don't know him. This is his vision. Fools. Not to bring up the eyelash girl again. I always do bring up things over. Again. What are you talking about? Your eyelash girl. You go have eyelash an eyelash girl every to, day. No, what, do you I just went, go for the writers' meeting. You have an eyelash girl. I had my eyelashes done recently for the train wreck premiere. <gasps> I never do it. You see, I still have, some of them have fallen off. I, I don't really tell. do it. I, don't, I mean, they look pretty. It's a very new thing for me. Oh, but it's this young girl. Like I went to her today, and she was like, "I'm sorry," and I've shared with her a lot. She's right downstairs from my building, and she was like, "I'm sorry, I forgot your name." And yeah, I changed a little bit inside. But those people are supposed to. Re- that's the best. Those are the best kind of kind. The hairdressers and stuff they like that. They always name. remember, especially somebody like you. Yeah, and who's she you know and interesting and fun. I told, I told and her fun about my YouTube videos, which means she hasn't typed in my name. God, what a whore! Yeah, but I, I don't hate know. Her. I don't know her either. I think there's some people down in this building that they do that, and the eye threading. Mm. Is it the same kind oh, of place? No, this place is actually high end. They got horrible stuff down here in this building. They used to have a coffee shop, which I used to perform at, which was awesome. Aww. Now it's a doggy daycare. Now they got an eye threading place. There's, There's a like no pet fun store stuff. Down the street. There's a cat in the window. There's a pet store down the street. Yeah, when I was walking here, or no, on are the you next sure? Block, I saw the cat in the store. I, like, I don't think it's a pet store. Should that cat be in there by himself? Yeah, I think it's just a, a cat who happens to be in a store. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> you know how they, the store owners like to have little cats there. I guess yeah. they help chase mice and stuff. But um, yeah, how was Montreal? What were you there for? I, well, I was there for, sorry, I hit the I, Listen, there's nothing I can do. I stopped giving, I gave up. Am I fidgety? People don't know how to conduct themselves in a place of business. <laughs> Am I fidgety? No, not at all. You haven't been fidgety at all. You've been wonderful. That's because this I is had, a really interesting I a show. I haven't played a lot of. I had a bipolar mother. When you have a. Bi- <laughs> <laughs> is you it, are you doing bipo- a bit? 
no i'm serious i had a bipolar mother so i am always concerned about what i'm doing for other people that's true that's just very i've noticed that always about myself even on the subway i'm like i just want to make sure that i'm not fidgeting enough for the person sitting no you're wonderful would you mind if i just play another clip that i have of yours because (laughs) no it's just so funny and i want to play it because um it made me laugh out loud plus by the way the clip we played up front made me laugh when you said salad it made me laugh out loud and that's why i kept it and i told my friends today and i just told them salad and they were laughing so hard you know what's funny about that clip though listening to it that's on the crick ferguson was that yeah is that i didn't realize it was that funny telling people to go to harlem Oh, it's Hearing really funny. Laughter. That's from two years ago, I think, and it still holds up completely. It's kind of disturbing, though. It's, it's like, oh. Well, <laughs> I like this one because this one speaks to me because I like okay. to call, I like to talk about other stand-ups as well, and I've never seen anybody else do it properly. <laughs> but I don't have, people like that from a black female comic. They like that, that, mm, that, yeah, mm-hmm, that, yeah. BET when the big women get up there yeah mm-hmm. how y'all motherfuckers doing <laughs> alright now shit shake a dang dang shake a dang dang that's not me I love I love that you call Where'd attention you get that clip it doesn't matter the important thing is that we have it we're having a good time good timing that one but it's uh yeah well you're wonderful it was very easy to find easy, you know stuff about you and it's not easy to find stuff for like you know rachel what's she doing oh so come uh, on now. i just make it fun of her because you know first of all you're not working in the month of august i am working well not according to anything online what you and you? rachel i'm telling i don't know you guys gotta update your sites because according to rachel's site <laughs> she hasn't worked in two years her last thing was 2013 or 2012. What's the matter with you? It's like the easiest thing in the world. You're electronically savvy. Why don't you put yes. where you're going to be? The last thing I can give is Friday. This comes out on Thursday morning. Friday, you're at the stand, and then nobody knows what's happening the month of August. <laughs> Apparently, you're doing nothing. You're just going to take it easy. Well, Rachel Good for and you. I have the same problem. We have this ADD thing where we'll probably, like today, I But have you also right both have young boyfriends who know how to anymore. work the but web. I don't have one anymore. I'm sorry, I bought it up. Did you know that? Uh, well, you go off and on, so I didn't take it seriously. Well, it's been off now for three months. Oh, um, it'll be back. I have released him. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> but when he was go. when he was around, why couldn't he just do your website? You know, they, he worshipped you. He's busy. He's doing What's his he own do? Thing. He's not doing anything. He's, he didn't want to build my... He's got his own career. You don't have to build. All you got to do is you got to put up a... It takes two seconds. You type uh, in, I, I, I'm going to be at the comedy cellar next week. I'm going to tell you the truth. I usually do update it. Sometimes it's just annoying going to the site because I actually have to fix my website. And... It's so slow. I get it. I understand. But you comics, I mean, this is your thing. It's like you're on. I mean, this is just my York podcast. City. I got 100 listeners or whatever. But when if you're going to be on that, you know, another show. Oh, like I announce a, it on my podcast every week. Your podcast gets. You want to know by the way, is on, Franklin is performing. Go to Friends Like Us. Well done. Uh-huh. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> what, how is that? Play it. That's the CBS. How's it treating you? Because I know I, you tried to hook me up there, but they didn't like me. They don't like no, Jewish people. No, they were just new at it. They no, I know. My friend actually asked me to maybe try again, but is it worth it? Is I it see. nice being up there? I think What's the benefit? 
Well, I think the benefit is that they get your podcast out to a larger area than it would normally be. So, like, for example, like radio stations promote my show. Oh, that is wonderful. So, like, 96.3, which is one I'm familiar with in Chicago, just oh. promoted my show. That oh, I wow, had that's with, fantastic. Yeah, with Sashir Zamata from Saturday Night Live. Oh, so, I saw you had her on your show. Mm-hmm. She's beautiful. And they She came to your apartment? It. No, I do it. Um, I put. I well, it's this little secret area where I. I oh, you do it. Oh, okay. You don't do it out of your apartment. You used to, but now Never. you've been doing it out of their place or somewhere no, else. I do it somewhere else. Secret. Can't tell me. Okay, I understand. Right, of course. Um, Let's just say it's by the cellar. I like her. I well, think yeah, she's very she's, attractive. She's beautiful and very talented. She's beautiful. It's like, you know how they rushed to get a black woman on Saturday Night Live at that time, but they found like a, a really good one. Like, I don't know how they found somebody so quickly that they needed. And you know what? And, and she's very nice. I've met her several times and she is a delight, right? The most talented usually are like that. You know, nice, humble, sweet. That makes real. sense. Real. And you know what it is about her that I love is that they kept her on the show when Leslie came on and killed it in such a different way. And that means that you can have room for two different type of black women. Yeah. You know, that... That woman scares the hell out of me. The bit you just played is an example of what is the stereotype that all black women are not, actually. You know, not that there isn't room for that, but there's also room for the other black woman that's funny. And that's why it was really good for Sashir. Sashir. I kept calling Sashir. I I can't get it right. I don't even try. She was like, I just call her the black woman on Saturday Night Live. But, you know, it's like, she's, she's great, you know? So it's opened the door for a different type of black female. Ingenue. Um, there's one other thing I wanted to talk about because I've been meaning to talk about I'm it so actually glad for a I while. Say ingenue, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it because it sounds the word Jew in it. So it's a, I oh, distinctly heard ingenue. the word Jew. And <clears throat> I'm having a little difficulty with that. But there's one other thing I wanted to talk about that I noticed you also talked about on your podcast. And I've been meaning to talk about it because I talk about. <laughs> you listen to my podcast. Yeah. And I talk about musical theater a lot. And I talk about. Um, football and I'm, I'm all over the place right but I always talk about music but I was talking about the ballet and you were talking about Misty Copeland and I've been meaning to bring her up for the longest time and, you know it's kind of funny she's very much like you and Rachel she's not performing anywhere she, they made it she, they made it into the American Ballet Theater and I can't wait to see her perform I mean this is something I can finally go with. my mom always wants me to go to the ballet on Super Bowl Sunday I'm like okay now let's go we'll see this wonderful woman perform she's not performing anywhere she may join the cast of American in Paris which we already saw mm-hmm. so that's useless I want to see her dance she's not dancing anywhere what's going on what's that all about how do you make her the prima ballerina and then not have her play anywhere I guess if you really are a fan you'll know I am a fan. <laughs> I'm an ironic you, fan. I mean, look at me. I'm know. a mess, but I'm a fan of ballet. Yeah. I don't know why. It just I, happened. So you like watching Misty? Yeah, I, I knew. I was very excited that they announced oh. that she would be because I, you know, I don't, I don't, I like the men. <laughs> this is just gonna not come out right. Um, I just, I'm fascinated <laughs> by male ballet dancers because I can't even imagine being that graceful. You know, like and so. You know, somebody women. like Baryshnikov, who I, you know, that's the first guy I ever saw. And I'm like, geez, you know, because I took ballet as a kid. And there was a kid. You did? Yeah, the un- only other boy in there was this guy who was amazing. And he's probably been on <laughs> the American Ballet Theater. Right. And I was just too cool for school because I was so embarrassed that, they, first of all, I would not wear leotards. So I wore these checkered <laughs> pants because it was the 70s. And then I would just sit around and just be like, they're like, are you ready to do a Sinead turn? I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. And I was like John Travolta. And then, yeah, I guess uh, that'd be all right. I was like I was like John Travolta in the Saturday Night Live sequel when he's in that dance show. Right. And he's like, listen, I know I can do this part, you know. <laughs> 
you think you got what it takes, Jessica? And I'm like, just give me a chance. But I was so embarrassed oh, I and I it. wasn't graceful. I took that and tap. Oh. Well, I, oh, we're so I'm, much alike in that way. I well, did the same thing. You're a girl. But I, you're supposed to oh, do that's that. True. But I didn't do it for the right reasons. Well, I did it because my parents said, if you want to be an entertainer, you got to be all well-rounded. I'm the last person that came out of whatever that school is because Mattel and Sarah had always been fascinated that I could sing and dance because they're like, well, this guy really knows his stuff. You know, he came into the all-around entertainer. You know? <laughs> I've never heard you sing. Yeah, no, I sing all the time. Sing a song. <laughs> when somebody... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Are you serious? I am. No, I am serious. I used to sing, I, you know, bands and stuff. Attell always talks about... Like, it's really weird because now... I haven't sung in a long time. But last... <laughs> year i went down to um so i went on my birthday i went to the cellar and uh he's like no he can really sing he can really so he's like dave can you sing something and i'm like what are you crazy you know like i didn't want to disappoint so i sang the love boat theme you know like because it was easy and i knew all the oh, words yeah. love exciting and the love boat <laughs> and i sang the whole That's, thing it's actually really good too what, my voice? Yeah. Well, that's a good one for me because it's a good range, you know, and stuff like that, and I don't start to choke or whatever. The but um, soon we'll be making another run. The love boat promises something for everyone. <laughs> Set a course. Then I, when I continue, it's the funniest because then I make the motions. Set a course for adventure, your minds, and a new romance. But I, I did it uh, at the cellar, and that was a lesson. But it's a tell is just like, no, he's a real singer. He's a real, you know, because like, he doesn't know any better, you know. It's like, um, and the only thing, um, something. It's funny when I go to karaoke, um, I uh, I usually sing like a like a different things but i usually lose my voice by the end because we drink and whenever i drink i lose my voice so then i have to scream you know fire <laughs> like i just yeah, use that you should. karaoke is so dangerous because you, you got those microphones everyone's sharing it and you're, getting, oh, you're lowering your tolerance level yeah but it's fun and then you're singing you're spitting all over that microphone oh it's worse i know ever. i try and sing a duet from uh, next to normal but nobody understands next to normal exactly and yeah. on that note uh <laughs> i sing too you do but I sing all, you know, my friend Isis, she used to, her name is Isis. She used to always make fun of me because I always sang like white songs. Well, what do you sing? And where do you sing? Well, I don't sing really anymore. I mean, I just sing whenever, but I used to sing in choir. You know, when I first did comedy, I would sing all the time in my act. I oh. made up songs. I was, this. it's so funny when I think about my old act. I mean, people just make, you know, I told you John Stewart to this day still makes fun of me because I used to do this Ernie Douglas imitation of my You still doing that Ernie Douglas? I'm like, you know what? You know, is this necessary to mock me now? Is that, this is like is that t- six Douglas? months ago. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying to John Stewart. <laughs> I'm like, no, the Ernie Douglas is stupid. Nobody, but trust me, whatever it is, it. I used to close with it. It was ridiculous. I mean, it made me the kind of like, you know, the reason why you're like, have you, Dave Jessica is a funny guy, you know, just, and I haven't done comedy in, you know, you, and yet because of this, you know, stuff. So you said this other thing from this in excess song called The Devil Inside. <laughs> I made up one called Fat Guy with Fries. <laughs> it was just stupid, but I had the music and everything and I did the dance moves and this was my stand up comedy in the 90s. And I'd be like, look at the fat guy eating all of those fries, three quarter pounders and a hot apple pie. Look at him go, look at him eat, makes you wonder how he sees his own feet. And there's people like, ah! 
like, you know, like it was well like, i'll give you an example of something like that i did yeah was in college and it wasn't before i even did stand up there was a girl who was bullying the girl across the hall so uh i took an art kelly song and made fun of the girl who was the bully yeah and i because she smelled really bad Ew. she was she was used this hair Who's gel bullying people in college and she smelled so i wrote this song i said you stink. <laughs> you really smell. That must have made that girl so happy. You need a bath. <laughs> Use aqua gel. <laughs> All that soap is for you. She must now have loved you that. You know what you should do. Wash up and clean your ass. <laughs> you need a bath really bad yeah <laughs> that would crack me up that would make me so happy if somebody was bullying me you've heard that song like that's that. let's chill by our yeah no i know the song i just uh it's just <laughs> i like your lyrics because they're stupid but i had and every then, <laughs> i had all the girls in the dorm scene oh. and they would be like oh that's so and clean your ass <laughs> and so she was like because she was bullying her roommate and after she moved because she couldn't take us anymore. Oh, the the bully moved. The she bully moved. So yeah. look what you did. Yeah. Look but at the joy like, you spend a piece. She was bullying this poor young Korean who became my best friend. She was Korean, and she was. What she do you and Rachel have best friends who are Korean? What the hell is that all about? They're people too. Mm, whatever. Go on. And so Kim, she is her name. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, shot a pilot. <laughs> so, I just had Kim <laughs> she for lunch. That's so weird. <laughs> no, um, Kim. So she was like crying all the time to me about her awful roommate. So I was like, that's not right. I'm going to defend you. And you did you. something about it and you defended her in the best way possible. You yeah. didn't get into a fight. You just broke her down. That's yeah. awesome. Uh-huh. Well done. Fun. You just reminded me of that. That is so cool. I forgot about that whole thing. Yeah. I used, you know what I used to do also as Michael Jackson, if you can believe it, in oh. the day. That's when I first met Sarah. I was doing Michael Jackson. I would be like... I'm looking at the man in the mirror. I had the invitation down. Like, I don't know why. I just, I mean, it was stupid, but I would do the invitation and make up stupid lyrics, whatever. Oh. There's a place I have seen where the girls wear Afro sheen. Something like that. I don't remember what it was. So stupid. <laughs> but screams, I tell you, screams. But have you ever heard my, uh, my, uh, my Rosie? No. I kind of can do it, but then she's trying to, like, like now on the view, she her voice has matured or something. She's trying to act like an adult now, but you know the, the Rosie like you know what Mookie, I don't like you Mookie. Come on Mookie, that's it, from uh, the Mookie. Spike Lee movie. Yeah, the Spike Lee do the right thing, <laughs> do the right thing, oh, Mookie. That's perfect. But it's like you gotta like kind of pretend like you like you can't really talk with your mouth. You gotta act like it's like not much space in there. <laughs> Like when she talks about, like she was talking about playing on the playground the other day. <laughs> the swing, you know, the swing. That's perfect. That's because she doesn't really move her mouth. <laughs> it's nothing. It's just like, it's all lip going forward. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you did invitations. I sure do. That's a good, <laughs> who else do you do? I can do it really good. <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I can do a really good, um. You know the Bill Burr? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do the Bill Burr. You can do Bill Burr? Yeah, a little bit. Like when he, Jesus, Marina. Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, like, did you have to say that? Huh? <laughs> you got, you're doing that dumb thing with your face. 
your, your eyebrows like, do your eyebrows go up and down like that too do you see me getting other guys to join in this conversation just just have your own back there's a little bit of Rosie in there <laughs> <laughs> well you know it's also funny when I'm watching you do it you actually do contort your face into a different completely different oh person God. it's really yeah. funny well it's because uh, Billy's just always annoyed Billy's your cat Billy no Bill Burr oh Billy Burr <laughs> Bill's always because also you said your cat was also annoyed so That's I'm sorry funny. I thought we went back to I the... did tell Billy a long I thought you were saying ago. Billy is annoyed by you doing imitations around the house because I know that happens with Selena <laughs> every time so I'm funny. like and the man put in alright alright I'll stop already <laughs> Jesus sound Christ effects. Dave yeah sorry anyway I think that's um, the oh end of the God. show. Really? Is that the end of the show? Well, <laughs> are you mad at my impersonation? No, I love your impersonation. You know I just know that you had to go, so I didn't know, want to keep you. Let me tell you something right now. They just kicked me off the view. I know. I'm so upset about it because I got all these points of views that I want to make. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean. I'd love to have you back, you know? You know get off, all that stuff <laughs> off your chest. Tell us about Whoopi and her love of Bill Cosby. <laughs> Think I should change that. Finally, I know it's what the hell is she waiting right? for? <laughs> took her and Jill Scott. You see the uh, cover of uh, New York Magazine? No, oh, all the women. Yeah, it's powerful. And there's an empty chair, a couple. Yeah, for all the people that haven't come forward yet, this is going to be great. This is exciting. I like this kind of stuff. I mean, I'm upset that it had to happen this way, but yeah, this is exciting stuff. Is exciting. And this guy's going to go down big, and you don't even know how big but yet. But what about Woody Allen? When are we going to cross that road? That's never going to happen because he still makes really good movies. Bill Cosby does nothing. <laughs> is that why? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. His movies are kick-ass. That, Nobody wants to do anything. What about that daughter and Mia Farrell? They're concerned. They must I, be going. I saw Ronan Farrow the other day at NBC, and uh, I don't know. It's time for Mia Farrow He just looks like Frank Sinatra to me. Time for Mia to go. What about me? What about me? What about me? You do have a good singing voice. <laughs> what about my molestation? <laughs> <laughs> what about me? <laughs> Next what time you come on, we gotta. Me? I think we're gonna have to do a whole karaoke episode. Dave, you know what? I just see that you just fell in love with me. I see it you in your eyes. Right. Well, you are really pretty. <laughs> you're very sexy and you're Aww. very seductive Am and you have a you know voice what? like an angel I don't even realize when it's happening <laughs> that's how good you are but anyway Maria, thank you so much for doing the show it's so nice of you no, to come really by and everything no I really want to thank you for having me no it's really funny no I really want thank you so much for having me I know you gotta go down to the cellar I know you're fascinated with my fat cat and um please come on again <laughs> well, what is this music it's my end music it's so funny. Yeah. This music is so weird. It's when we know the show's over. Good night, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>